Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakudu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of October 22nd, 2021. I'm your host, Ken, and with me, we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And that's it. It's just a Dos Compadres episode, and I guess a trio episode if you include the rooster right <laughs> next to me. So if you hear that... Don't worry about that. <laughs> we should give him the name Roosty. No, his name's Hector. <laughs> ah, Hector. Hector. Welcome to the podcast, Hector. Hector. But yeah, how have you been? What you been listening to? I, I've been really good. Uh, I took a little light break from music. I didn't listen to too much this week. Uh, you know, last week was so much. I just needed like a small break. But I did check out... Uh, Kodai Yoshida's latest single, Daisy, which I've talked about before, but if you have not had a chance to check that out, definitely, definitely recommend. And I've been going back to All Me by Ivy, which is really, really good as well. And I've been listening to this week's MC, which we will get to. That took up a lot of my week, was uh, listening to this week's MC. What about you, bud? Yeah, I just... Same old amount of things that I've been listening to. So I've been listening to Tendre's new album, Imagine, that came out around last week, or a week and a half ago. So it's it's really solid, and I've been really liking it. I've been also listening to this female artist named Chiaka, and her single, Fake, which is absolutely fantastic. I would highly recommend it if you guys listen to that. I've been also listening to Pools with their new single, Kaki Oroshi, which is really solid, and I highly recommend it. It reminds me of like good old like garage rock, so I've been really high on that as of late. And then also you have Paper Clouds with their song Rainbow, which is just really solid and really good, just to kind of get me into the mood. And then I've been listening to I I don't like Mondays with their. Their new single, Ongaku no Yoni, that's been really solid as well. And then I've been going back to Rondo with their song Black Lotus, which is absolutely fantastic. So, just a lot of things here and there on obviously the Oricon and Music Corner this week. So, nothing much there after that. But, yeah, you know, it's been a while since it's just been me and you, and... You know, I like when we have these Just Me and You episodes because we get to catch up. We don't really get to talk all too often outside the show about what we've been doing. So what you been watching and playing as of late? Oh, yeah. And, uh, if you follow me on Twitter and stuff, uh, you will you will know I've been playing a lot of Metroid, uh, Metroid Dread. That, that's been my, my life this past. I beat it for the third time this week on hard. And... If you're into those types of games, I recommend. I do recommend Metroid Dread. It's a lot of fun. I was going to say got you a- and like ninety percent of Twitter from what I've been following has been playing Metroid Dread. Personally, yes. I'm not a Metroidvania person, so like I I personally passed on it. I I technically I do have something of Metroid Dread, and that is the Amiibos because I am an Amiibo collector. But I I really want the Samus the Samus one because in game it gives you a free e-tank <laughs> I'm like I, I, I wouldn't mind that but well, I mean this this is another one of the the Metroid amiibos that unlock something internally in game because I remember 
when uh, Samus Returns, was it? When that game yep. came out, they also had a, an amiibo, and it had a Metroid amiibo. Oh, sub Hector. Yep. And it had a Metroid amiibo, and that unlocked, like, the hard mode or something like that? Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm like, yep. vaguely remembering this. You're, you're correct. Because, yeah, it unlocked hard mode in that game. And I never played... So, like, I got into Metroid when I was in high school. I got Metroid Fusion for my Game Boy Advance and really loved it. It's a really good game. And I, it's to, to this day, I, I'm, the, I'm that weirdo that says that was my favorite because it was my first. But mm. I, I loved it because... It's I mean, Kyo really likes Fusion as well, so... <laughs> yeah. It, it's more of a horror game than anything else, and I think it works really well for that. I don't even think Dread's horror works at all, but... Because it is... I don't know. To me, it just doesn't build the atmosphere the, the right way, but... You see, uh, you know, yeah. like, I, I I get really mad because, you know, a lot of people were really hating... Who was the developer for Dread? Uh, Mercury Steam. They Mercury they did, Steam, uh, because they also, they also did... Um, Castlevania. They did uh, uh, Return to Samus. They did the the remake. Yes, and everyone was really hating on them for doing that action bit, and they were really hesitant on Dread originally because of that. But look, look, it's been selling gangbusters. It's like the top selling Metroid of all time as of right now, I think. And oh yeah, it, it is. I was like, yeah, you guys are getting getting judgy over no apparent thing <laughs> yeah I, I think there's legitimate criticism to be lobbied at this game but i don't think that i think mercury steam did a good job like like uh like i said like there i do have like some problems with it but i don't think that the the like two or three problems that i have really hurt the game in any manner it's just it's not my favorite like that, that was like the only thing is is like like I said, Fusion's my favorite because I played Fusion mm. and Zero Mission, mm. and then I played Prime One, and then I played I have Prime Two. I played Prime Two. I never beat Prime Two. Mm. I got stuck literally at the first like or not the first boss, but like like one of the big bosses. I got stuck at. And I could not beat it to save my life, and I just never got past it. So I was well, like, oh, I mean, okay. this isn't this game supposed to be a follow up to fusion so does it live yes. up to that succession of a a good story from fusion the story is really good yes uh and i, I mean it, it's okay it's good for a metroid game it doesn't have a lot of like dialogue and cut scenes and stuff like that like it's got like a couple but it's not it's it's, it's mostly just hey you're stuck on a planet you need to get off the planet and mm there's these robots that are hunting you in the process. Mm. It's, it's like the bulk of the story. And then yeah, due to, because Samus was lured to the planet, it winds up really tying some loose ends that I think a lot of people didn't even know were loose ends. And then they're like, oh, I never knew this. Oh, cool. And so it, it winds up tying up a lot of loose ends. And it, it it's the end of the first phase of the story kind of like kingdom hearts 3 it's, it's the end of the first phase of the story i don't know uh, about that man <laughs> I, I i will say the game ends like there's a lot of directions they could go with the ending of this game and i think i think uh it'll, it'll be interesting to see it, them continue the narrative hmm. but uh it just depends on what the story they want the, the they want to tell and stuff but yeah, you yeah. know, like this will be the third week 
of shows that I've done consecutively that I will be talking about Metroid, and I'm just like, I, I don't know. Because I've talked about this on Potosaurus two weeks ago, and I'll, I've talked about it this week, and I'm sure kill by then, because he didn't, he wasn't able to get the game. So I I was able to buy a collector's edition and I shipped it to him. So the, oh, the, that, very nice. that's that's how because he really wanted that collector's edition. I was just like, I I'm able to get it right now. So <laughs> I was able to buy it for him and that very um, nice. He'll be able to get it either today or Monday by the time. Uh, I I saw him asking. He's like, I saw him asking on his Discord. I was like, he's like, hey, do. You- you know, I know this is a retro community, and Metro Dread's not a retro game. But do do, do you want me to stream Metro Dread? And I, I hopped in on that uh, on that on that thing, and I was like, yes, yes, I, I voted yes on that because I was like, yes, you should play Metro Dread because it's it it, it is a well, it, it tries to be a horror game, and some people will say it, it lives up to that. Some people say it doesn't. Like that, that will be to the the individual tastes of the person. Well, but, I assume those robot things are more like Mr. X than Mr. X was in RE2 remake, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the, the Mr. X is a good co- point of comparison to them uh, and, and stuff. Although Mr. X is more terrifying in, in my two cents because he can hunt you anywhere in the map. The Emmy zones are very clearly marked. They're, oh, they're no. very clearly if marked. You, if and, you know, the, the he, doesn't hi- he doesn't get you at um, story points. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are points in the story where he's he's absent, but it's uh, for the most part he he, he yeah. covers like a good like eighty percent of that the Raccoon yeah. City the police department. <laughs> yeah, the, the the thing that made Mister X to me terrifying is that literally at any moment he could be behind you. Emmy are not like that at all, and I think that that hurts it a little bit. Also, it just like, gets I've, to the point I've where they're more frustrated. I've also seen that uh, the counter system, because apparently there is a counter to them when they pin you, that that, yes. that time window is so small. It's it's a, Not only is it a small time window, but it changes each time they capture you. So I you see. can't rely on muscle memory to, to pop it. I see, I see. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah. Wait, besides Dread. What what yeah. else have you been doing? I uh, well, as, as you know, my good sir, because I, I talk about I, I've been talking about to you every Sunday, and tomorrow uh, will expect a message of, of glee from me. Coming ready to revise. It's just stupid. Like <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's so good. It's so good. okay. I will have my two cents with this here. The <laughs> I, fact I knew you had something are, to say. The fact that they are doing this, it's fine. It's fine as an anniversary thing. The thing is, they are beating you over the head so freaking much with how this is an anniversary show. And I'm really hating that. I'm really hating that. You think of the last anniversary writer or transition to anniversary which was O's to Forze they didn't beat you over the head with this yeah that that is true O's to, O's to Forze definitely was downplayed a bit but I would say yeah they're hitting you over their head I don't think it's nearly as on uh, I guess it depends on how you want to view it but 
The Xade like, one Geo literally has Xade on the bottom of the skateboard. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. It's it's, it's that's it's as on the nose hilarious. as it is. And for my friend, like let's just say this much: my friend who was training, he 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 trained himself to become a suit actor, but he he messed up his legs, so he can't. He he wasn't able to do that. So he can eat like going to like a, a a gymnasium he is able to do a flip rider kick like i saw videos nice. of him doing that he was able to do that once upon a time and when he watched when he watched revice he was like this is the stupidest stuff ever because he's not following he's just watching it yeah he's not following the yeah. news like how possibly i am or you are he's not really following that he's just taking it as an entertainment value and he's like this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen because of the fact that they just did an anniversary writer two three years prior why are yeah. they doing it again yeah yeah geo yeah because geo was what 2018 something like that 2018 2019 yeah. Uh, so it was. It's like two, three years ago at this point. I, I mean, it, it's fair criticism and 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 everything. I I will say I like that all the suits are just homages to previous seasons. While it's not like they're they're dragging up the the old actors and like, hey guys, let's let's, let's go back on the on the merry go round one more time until you get to the movies. Well, you, we yeah. can't say that because we're only what six episodes in. <laughs> Uh, they could do that tomorrow midway through. We they could be doing that episode. midway through the season because we just don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and they showed like the because the guy that created the the driver, he's supposed to be some huge writer fan, hmm. and they showed his. They haven't gone a whole lot into his character or anything like that. But there's one episode where you see his office and you just see common writer merchandise everywhere. Yeah, I mean, so just like the walls, like I like because I I stopped around episode two. I'm just I I wait for the bulk at this point um to watch it or like I I watch it yeah. live whenever I'm I'm able to watch it. Like for for me, I'm not really catching it. Are they back to the original timeline that Common Writer existed and there's a bunch of other writers, or are they doing the multiverse thing, or are they did they reboot it? from Rewa because I didn't watch so, Saber or Zero One uh, so I haven't seen so I have not seen the Rewa m- movie uh, the or the Zero One movie where it's like the Rewa Generations movie with Geo and I, I want to say like uh, one Kamen Rider One plays a factor in it. Some manner. I don't think. I don't think the old man came out of retirement. But I. I think no, like that didn't. suit. Yeah, the suit. Did, did, the suit is going to be used for the upcoming movie. Yeah. Old man ain't going to be a part of that movie. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was part of the uh, fifty cross forty five special Super Sentai Kamen Rider thing that they did. Um, the superhero Senki. Which I do want to see, like that. That looked fire. Well, the thing is, because he also played a, he also played Sentai. That's why. Yeah, yeah. But that that, that was to drag him out for that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I, I do think like that particular movie is him saying goodbye to that role in some manner or fashion. Like I just don't see him coming back to it after that. Mm. What you know, it is what it is. Like he's getting on up there now. Like it, it makes. 
there there it comes a time in your life where it makes sense to stop coming back for these movies so so yeah. I, you know you know it, it's a sad day but you know i understand but they they really haven't gone into the like the like if is it multiverses and an anniversary like i have no idea uh, they, the story has really been focused on the dead man's, the contracts, and mm. Phoenix, and mm. what's going on with all of these people. Well, and... I mean, you, just because you said that, like, the guy that made the driver has all this memorabilia, I, I yes. don't know what that. <laughs> that could be that it. It could be history. It could be that Common Rider is a show. <laughs> and. I had read somewhere that that was the angle they were doing, but then Revice showed up in the last episode of Saber, which is really weird and doesn't seem. I that whole thing. Well, I mean, just Saber does didn't not, make a make a whole bunch of sense either. So <laughs> yeah, but Revice showing up in Saber fills out a continuity. It just it just does like like. Like Revice's personality is completely, or not Revice, Vice's personality is kind of there, but not quiet. And I don't know why, but they thought like debuting him to a bunch of fart jokes was, would be a good idea. And I'm, well, that's what that character is. It's a fart joke. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, they have not made one fart joke in the whole show. Uh, in the main, he's the, story. he's he's their Deadpool. Like from the two yes, three episode is. I've watched, he's their Deadpool, and I freaking hate Deadpool. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. If you don't like Deadpool or Deadpool humor, I don't know if there's anything... Like, I don't know if you're going to like Vice. But no, Vice is there. He's an aspect of it. But the story doesn't focus a whole lot on him. And he doesn't get a lot of screen time, really. As much as you would at least think. It, like, it really focuses on Iki, his brother, um... Daiji. Well, I mean, it should because the fact that his brother or he, Iki screwed over his brother getting the driver. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, and uh, there, there's the, the second the second writer in the show is common writer evil, and he has very some Im- interesting implications. Mm-hmm. So, which yeah, when they revealed right. who evil was, I, as as I woke up my wife, I was screaming at my. Dad. I was like, no. No, it can't be him. Because I was like, oh. But the the guy who's playing Kamen Rider Demons was meant to die in the first episode, and they had they had originally scripted it to where he like he tries to put on the Revice driver, pops and it, and I mean, something, something yeah, and he, he 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 lost his life. But the guy that's writing the show really really liked the actor, and so he completely made it to where he just survived the episode and then gave him made him a, a, a writer and I, I think I think he's going to be the secondary writer for the season. Because you know like how at the end of the, the episode they do like the little collection thing where you see like all the all the things they've collected so far? They they added mm. his they added his stamp to that. And and I was like, ooh, that's interesting. Uh, and he's I using mean, the spider. They- I mean, they did that for other writers as well, where they included True. that collection too. Yeah, when they did the introduction, because I remember for Forza, they in- they included any anything that Meteor had at that point. Same oh, yeah. for um, Mock when when Mock and um, yeah when and Axel came into the show, they included any guy memories and and 
cars that they did. Yeah, the the yeah the switch the uh bikes the switch bikes yeah yeah. I love I love Mock. Like Commander Mock is such a great character. Uh, Meteor, man, I, I would I, love to get like another season with like a Meteor style character that's just like like antagonistic toward the primary writer, but he's not. But a bad you can guy. technically watch Bleach the movie for that because all three main characters are from Common Rider. They're they were originally writers because uh, Forze is Ichigo. Uh, Orihime mm-hmm. is uh, Nadashiko, and Meteor is Ishida in that movie. Jeez. <laughs> oh. so, like, when, yeah, they, when they just they got did the family the, back together. When they did the filming for it, they were like, oh, yeah, it's the Kamen Rider Club. So they they did the Uchu Kita thing. And I was like, oh, hey, yeah, good good for them. What have I been doing? I, I went back to work, and that's been fun, I guess. I've uh, been, I also got an Xbox Series S. So there, there's that, and I've also have Game Pass now. How, how is it being on the dark side of the Force? What do you mean dark side of the Force? That, that <laughs> thing, that the reason why I've gotten that console was because it's an easily moddable console. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I was ribbing you because I, 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 th- I think me and you both are uh, for for better or worse. Well, I know for me, for better or worse, like uh, I, I'm mostly a PlayStation loyalist. Uh, with a um, fun nostalgia for Nintendo, and mm. I was like, I don't, and like I have people in my life constantly trying to get me to buy an Xbox, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm not doing it. And this is one of the things like I am very adamant on. I'm like, I just like it, it's okay. I'm not anti Xbox, but at the same time, it's just like I, I am not interested in in that console at all. And, well, and so the thing is, the thing is with this, like. Like for for me, I'm I'm all right. I'm I'm a Sony I'm a Sony Sony guy. Not not even PlayStation, just Sony in general. I'm a Sony yeah. guy. So um, they're they're I've been loyal to them since day one. But for for me, like the ability to have and play all of that is is much better in my opinion than just sticking on one thing, and. Having Game Pass really opened my eyes to games that I wouldn't really play or I get to play again that I really never had the chance to because I'm a huge Dragon Age fan. And for me to play Dragon Age again, well, A, I would have to drudge up my old my old laptop and, and get all the save files, but I can't do that anymore. Or play on the PS3, and the PS3, it it's all right for Dragon Age. I I played Dragon Age Origins on the PC at least multiple times. However, I feel a little bit more comfortable with a a keyboard and mouse. With the, with the Xbox, I can do that. Yeah, and it feels a little bit better at times. And the fact that I can just play any game I want to downloading it really really shows and that's that's the thing it's not so much that i was interested in getting the xbox it was so much that i was interested in getting game pass i've heard a lot of good stuff about game pass there's gives and takes on what is a, a gaming library within it but 
let's let's just say this much like i wasn't interested on in getting like a sports game but i got the sports game and i really liked it that's what i do to kind of draw my my time away because otherwise the other games that i'm playing is really monotonous in its timing let's just say that much because i'm playing hitman uh, and Hitman, yeah. you have to be stealthy. You got to plan a lot of things. If something goes wrong, then your entire run is kind of ruined. I kind of want something where I can just shut my brain off and do. Granted, I do that with Hitman as well because I just was like, let's go on a murder spree. Let's get a, a battle axe and kill everyone with the battle axe. Yeah. I'm very pro battle axe. It's yeah. uh, underrated. Oh, man, there's, there, there's a mission that you can't be seen and uh, you can't be seen. You had to take the battle axe up three stories and kill one person on each story. It's a specific thing. And to get that, the to get the specific person that you got to get on the second floor, you have to have your timing right. You literally got to book it from when you get the battle axe. And it's just like, I know the route. I'm just like, you just see this bald guy crouching. Like, don't mind me. I'm just a bald guy with a battle axe. <laughs> Ignore me. You Ignore see nothing. Me. I have no battle you axe. S- you see nothing. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, pretty funny. I, I've, I've liked that that much. And what else? There was, there was I, another, I, I, oh, I, I just finished playing this last night. I I did it all in one go, and I was playing um, Dark Pictures, the, the anthology horror game, and I finished House of Ashes. Now, that is a game. That is a game. Like, I'm, if you I'm surprised like, you're you playing know, a horror until, game. Uh, no, well, because I'm really a fun person for Supermassive. Oh yeah, because it's okay. like it's it's like playing the horror movie. Yeah. Okay. And so it's it's like that, and they give you so many chances to to not kill yourself in this particular movies or this particular game. So it's it's a much more easier one. And so the the last two dark um, dark pictures anthology games, the uh, Madame Madon and Little Hope really wet the bed so to speak on how to transition greatly from until dawn now these games are annually up until like i think the for the next like six more years i believe that's how many more games they have so they i i'm guessing they probably never heard the real criticisms until this game because just game production, you're already in the swing of things by the time the game comes out, right? Yeah, especially if you're planning something like that. Like you, you already have your, you, you know, you're, they're probably already well into production of their next title. So, yeah, not that, not even the next title. Probably the following title, the game that's coming out two years from now, is already. That's true. So that's why, like, the transition from. Um, Madame Don and House of Ashes was just like a wet fart, in my opinion. It wasn't good. The the storyline, I think Madame Don was decent. House of Ashes really, really, really made me mad. <laughs> it really made me mad, the ending for that. House of Ashes, this third game, is really good. I 
highly recommend it. If you if you guys have something like if you want to play like a horror movie style game, get House of um House of Ashes because it is literally it's it's aliens. It's vampire oh. aliens. <laughs> it's it's okay, that aliens cool. as aliens as in um, the alien franchise. Yeah, yeah, the xenomorphs. The xenomorphs. It's like that. And oh. it's how they hate how they do it. Oh, and they free the camera, thank God. Because during um prior to the other two releases, even until Don was uh a privy to this, they did they did uh, stock camera angles, and that's what was giving the scares. Because yeah. you can't see what's what's behind certain angles and stuff. Yeah, I I wanted to play Until Dawn, and I never got around to it. So Until I Dawn, hope... Until Dawn to this day is probably one of my favorite like popcorn games. Like me and my friend, uh, me and my friend, we always play it every Halloween. Well, and then we oh. tr- we tried to see what's the messed up way to kill everyone. <laughs> well, like uh, my wife who doesn't like video games, and and I I would love to play a game like that where it's like, hey, you know, let's gather around and it kind of kind of because it's more of a movie than anything else. It's kind of like a choose your own adventure. I think like she would be like we'd be able to we'd both be able to get like some enjoyment out of it and kind of bring her a little bit into into the hobby a bit, but. The thing is uh, with Until Dawn, Until Dawn is a kind of a long game, so she, she needs to kind of get with everyone from the get-go. Otherwise, she's going to have a rough time. <laughs> like, yeah. with the the Dark Pictures Anthology stuff, the game's only like four hours, if that. Oh, okay. So, it is literally a movie. And it could be shorter if you end up killing everyone at random times. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first time I played through it, like I wanted to try to, I would, I would want to try to save like as many people as possible because I'm certain there's a an ending with where everybody makes it out. Yeah, maybe yeah, not. Yeah, there's, but... there is, there is. For for until dawn, two characters can't die until the literal finale of the mo- of the game. Oh. Like, they're close to death, and they have close encounters, but they literally can't die until until the the finale of the game. Gotcha. So that's that's one thing that's really good about it. But yeah, no, if you, if you guys can, just do that. <laughs> I didn't uh, realize like, that... Um, I didn't realize, like, that production team was multi-platform. I thought they were Sony only. No, uh, Until Dawn was Sony only. And then oh. when they got bought by Bandai Namco, because this, this is a collaboration between them and Bandai Namco. Oh, got you. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say, oh, I, yeah. I, do, I do like the idea of Game Pass, and I would love for Sony to, like... I know they're going to get accused of, like, ripping them off, but I, I wish Sony would just, like, fall in their footsteps and be like, yeah, yeah, here, here, here's a service that... The thing is, they do you, have it. It's PlayStation Now. Yeah, that's true. 
But PlayStation Now is only is it's only for old old gen games. Like they don't have uh, current generation games on it, do they? Well, they don't have PlayStation Five games, but yeah, they have current gen games. It's within six six seven months. Oh, gotcha. No, I get it for Game Pass. It's it's first. It's all first gen games. But that that's that's another thing that I'm kind of like oh. You're kind of privy to what how how they they do the market because if Microsoft giveth, Microsoft taketh away eventually. <laughs> yeah, and and that that's like my one gripe with, and that's my one gripe with, uh, digital only. Anyways, is oh, I mean that was our whole entire argument with yeah. going from physical to digital. So, and not not just Microsoft; it's any any record yeah. label for for music as well. They get yeah. it, they take it away. So. Yeah, like I've got but, a, I've got like a couple of movies off Amazon that that I bought, and yeah, every day I'm like, man, I wish I hadn't bought those because like, eh. any day now Amazon could be like, yeah, we don't like this movie anymore, so we're just gonna take it off the air. And I was like, no, it's my money. But yeah, what? Well, I I don't even know. Like, I've been watching a bunch of things, but it's like regular dramas things, so it's like really boring to talk to you about that. <laughs> Yeah, Common Rider is like the only thing that I've been watching that we could talk about. Like I haven't been watching that much anime and stuff like that. Like me and me and my wife, we've been watching like X Files and stuff, and it's like, eh, like it, like you can have a conversation about X Files with the other person, but like it's just like I don't know if there's a whole lot to talk about. But yeah, I'm, is I'm there not any really X Files guy? So <laughs> yeah, is is there any dramas you've been watching that you would recommend though? No, because it's impossible to get. Unless you have a service. <laughs> oh, okay. Because uh, I was like, like if it's only like Netflix or or something, like I might I might check it out. Um, I know you recommended off air last week, Alice in Borderland, and I've been I've been thinking about watching that. I haven't. Yeah, Alice in Borderland is fine. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's fine in my opinion. Plus, Escape is in it, so you know. <laughs> oh yeah. So they're they're. they're there's that, <laughs> but gotcha. I, I, I mean, like there, there's random stuff that I'm watching. I mean, it's sports season again, but I, I know you're not really a sports person, so like talking to that is not really. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, you're not gonna get far with me. I'd be like, cool. But yeah, no, because I'm I don't watch anime, so. <laughs> yeah, oh, I haven't been watching anime either, but yeah. Like I, I thought about like there was one one show I started watching the other night and I was like, well, let me, let me let me wait and watch this. So I, I watched like oh. two minutes of it. Oh, I know, I know. I um, the next season from Mashoku Tensei started like beginning of the month, so I've been watching that. So yes, very nice, very nice. You should watch it. Like I'm, I'm telling you, Mashoku Tensei is really good. It's like it's on my short list. A really good analogy for the isekai world and like the animation while it, it's top notch it's top notch for the story yeah I, well i was gonna watch it and then they announced the season two and i was like oh well I, i'll just wait and then when season two comes out i can binge one and two so i think i think that's what i might do i don't know but i don't know i i, I got a craving for a good anime the other day and so I, I don't know i might i might pull i might i might do that i don't know i do want to watch an anime 
Like, like I'll just be going about my life and I'll be like, like, ooh, you know what sounds good? Anime. So, uh, yeah, Mushoku Tensei would be really good. And uh, I know they just started this third season of World Trigger. So I'm, I might watch that. But I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. don't know what that is. <laughs> I, I'm I'm the only I'm the only one like I like in in the community and and all of my friends like I'm the only person that watches World Trigger. It's so good, but it's one of those things where it's like if you don't like squad based tactics, I don't know if there's a whole lot in it for you because <laughs> it, it's, it's all about it's it's all about squad based tactics. I don't really watch anime, so yeah. But yeah, you know, let's let's kind of privy on from this into yes th- this week's music corner here, and this week you have the lovely artist to introduce us from. So why don't you yes. take the reins, there, Graham? Uh, I I would be happy to. Although I think you you would be able to do just as good a job as me because I know I know you're a fan of these guys. So yeah, uh, this week I picked Spicy Soul. Who, if you guys remember when we did our R and B topic, I talked about them then and. So yeah, uh, Spicy Soul is a very interesting group. They are a four-member rock band that blends various genres such as rock, funk, and R&B with the goal of blending the sounds of city and surf. Uh, the lead singer of the group is Kenny, who plays guitar. Uh, the lead guitarist is Akun, while Kazuma plays the drums. Lastly, Pete, who I, I think is the backbone of this group, he plays a keyboard, trumpet, and does backup vocals depending on the song. Uh, Spicy Soul excels in their ability to create fun and unique compositions that pull the listener in. Particularly, I like the trumpet. Um, like Pete on trumpet is really good. I there's they need more songs with the trumpet, honestly. But he's an, a stellar keyboardist too, and a lot of he he really jazzes up a lot of tracks with that keyboard. It's really good, and. Yeah, the the also I really like the lead vocalist Kenny cuz the song compositions that he he does like his vocals work really well for the style of songs that they do and they really do have like this really I would say more laid back feel. I mean, their latest track and the one that I put in the article so what is more upbeat fun dance number but a lot of their tracks is more like this is something you listen to on the beach with like the sun and the surf and your feet up in the air you, you know you're you're sipping the mai tai underneath the the umbrella like like that's that's more a lot of their music but they have a wide range of tracks and i, think I for really you it is i i, I don't yeah. have that in <laughs> <laughs> well well now the for for my 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 friend you you have um you have more access to a beach than I do, so you know you you might just, go to just, the beach for well. Even if I do have that, you know that thi- that that thought of just going to the beach, I just think of um, I'm going surfing by Weezer more than anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, and and me and my wife at the beach, like uh, we we bodyboard at the beach, like that's mostly what we do. So yeah, yeah no, the, like they're they're really good. They're really good, uh, and they dropped their first album uh, to the sea in 2015. And they actually just made their major debut on April 7th with their release of one EP. And then they dropped their first major album uh, from the sea uh, earlier this month on October 6th. So, you know, they've really been 
hype as of late, and I, I really, really like them. I think they're really good. And I, I do think they're, they are very much a... If you like a fusion of various genres, they, they really do a good job of taking the elements that work from different genres and blending them to make something really, really good. Uh, what do you think of Spicy Soul, Ken? Well, like I said beforehand... Also, R&B is, is capitalized because it's a proper noun. Um, <laughs> I just looked at that right now and I was like, R&B is a ca- uh, proper noun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it is. Uh, so is rock and funk. And I think I had it originally capitalized and then m- my beautiful wife is the one that edited it. And I guess she didn't know that. So she decapitalized all of them. So mm-hmm. <laughs> but, it's okay. Yeah, no, like, like, like I said, I've. Uh, I, I've told you guys off air that I've I've been a fan of them for a while. This is a very me artist. So originally I wanted to introduce them around the time that I did Syrup, I want to say there, around Syrup and Ghost Like Girlfriend. But I know that because you personally did not really akin to those artists, well, Syrup aside, you didn't really akin to Ghost Like Girlfriend. And I was like, uh, I'll... I'll wait a while for Spicy Soul, and then I just kept, kept kicking that bucket down the down the street. And then your music change style really opened up, and and you know that's one thing that I'm very thankful for for this show. And I've told you that across the board that from the beginning that you're gonna hate all this stuff now, but it, it'll click one of these days, and it'll just open. And Spicy Soul is a part of that, because if you were to tell me about a year and a half to two years ago that you would be doing this as a, a musical artist, I'd say, nah, I don't think Gray would be able to handle this type of artist because of just the styles and that they do. Obviously, a huge part of that is their amazing composition. Their composition always has that unique sound that really kind of gets you into the mood and just kind of captures even newcomers and i think that's what really gravitated for you gray to them am i wrong uh yeah so yeah no i I, yeah you're right like i really like these the just there's a to me there's a funness about them that i i really really gravitated toward like i heard so what and Hmm. Really, really liked that song. Now I know that that song's not a good example. That's not of, indicative of their entire yeah. discography, but yeah. it is a good feet in the water yes. introduction. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, if, honestly, their their album, their latest album from the sea, is really, really good. I think you get a little bit of everything on that album, and really. It, it's a really good major debut album. It really does a good job of showing like a general public all of the flavors like like if you imagine an album ever being like a buffet like this is their buffet uh, yeah. album and it's really good it's really good like it has all the things that they do really well and they're they are like they they really flex in from the sea so i i th- i think like that that wound up being my my favorite because of the I think the variety in it, but their Mellow Yellow album is really good. Their uh, the Uki Mama Ni album is really good, and that's got a, a track with my, my man Root Alpha in it. So 
you know, that like like they have a lot of good music and just pick a album to start with. I don't I don't think there's a bad album out of the bunch, but I would say start with the latest and work the, work work your way backwards, but uh, I don't. I think if you started from to the sea and worked your way forward, it would be really good. And I mean, they've had six albums. They had five independent albums, and then their major debut album from the sea. So it would be their six. So yeah, it, it, like it, they have the, a really good variety to choose from. So a lot of good stuff. Yeah. No. No. Completely. Completely. So you know, I'm very thankful that you you took the reins and was able to introduce this other artist. Otherwise, I've probably would have done it soon after but yeah no it's spicy soul they never really left my rotation and they are something that you got to really be on the lookout for yeah i will say so what i i think will probably be in the running for my songs at the end of the year like that might be a contender because i really really dig that song it sounds really good but um yeah like i said they have other really good tracks uh like so what just happened to be like the first song that i heard by them and it really captured me but i i think like i said earlier just any any track i think is worth listening to because they're all really good in their own way but yeah with that i want to say thank you for introducing us to spice soul and let's continue on to this week's Oricon here. And <laughs> I think we would have been better just to do the Oricon last week. <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, I, I completely agree. And it, it stinks to come back to this, but, you know, it's the hand you're dealt. Yes, that is. That is the hand we are dealt here. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not much more I can say to that. <laughs> but yeah, let's continue on to this week's number ten, and it is Dynamite by BTS. It's it's really funny to see this up here on the chart again, but it's how it is. So this week it sold a lovely seventeen thousand four hundred and thirty-three points, going on up. Staying at number 9, it is Kaibutsu's slash Yasushisei by Yao Sobi. Nothing more we could say here. This week, it sold a lovely 19,470 points here. Continuing on up to number 8, it is Dry Flower by Yud. Yep, it's it's mainstay in the social media of, of it all has been really kind of... Extended its long... long Instead, it's it's continual success, let's say that much. But this week, it's all the lovely 19,495 points. And continuing on up to number 7, our first new track of the week. It is Koi Furu Tsukiyo ni Kimi, Kimi Sofu by the lovely King and Prince. Yeah, uh, I think... We're both in the agreement here that this is our song of the week, right? 100%. It's not even close. (laughs) Yeah, it's not even close. It's very King and Prince, and, you know, like I said, it's fine. They know what they are. They are continuing that Johnny's formula just a little bit with a little bit of spice, but they are the mainstays of what it means to be a true Johnny's artist. 
Yeah, this is a great track, and you, you know, really just shows you know, King and Prince at the top of their game. I, this this track is really good. I was uh, having to clean the kitchen earlier, and I was listening to this track, and I was I was dancing and jumping and having a lot of fun with it. I, I do think like the first like ten seconds of it is is kind of wobbly a little bit, but. Other than that, like once the song kicks in, it, it's fire from start to like once the song kicks in, it's just straight fire to the ending. And it's just this really lovely track that really just pulls the listener in with amazing vocal compositions and a really good composition that backs everything up with a good melody of the boot. It, it's just one of those things. It has everything. And I'm more than likely going to pick this up when I get the money. So I get paid this week. I, I think I think I'm gonna go on CD Japan and make a purchase because, yeah, this is really good and I I think it's it it just it's I need I need to throw my money at this so I can get more of it because th- this was very impressive. I I liked it quite a lot. Like, you know, I I go hard on the the next generation of Johnny's and that's mostly because of Snowman and. <laughs> Stones. And, and stuff like that and, and yeah and but i can't say the same about king and prince because king and prince they've been so solid and they they fill that johnny's groove that i need without being generic i want to say that and that's really proven with koi furu sukiyoni kimi sofu yeah, no, they've really proven that they are, like, to me, like, I think they're a good mixture of new, but throwback, I guess would be a good way to put it, because it's not quite... But, like, just traditional. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it is a bit more traditional in it, but, you know, I, I think... You know, I don't. I think there'll always be a place for traditional style boys groups like this, and you know, you know, like like there's nothing wrong with evolving. I guess would be a good way to put it. But well, no, you know, like, the thing is, you say that traditional boy groups. I I don't think that's within Johnny's anymore. I think that is Stardust Productions at this point because a lot of their stuff is more akin to what I think of a a traditional male boy group style. Yeah, that's true. That's very true, too. Although Star Productions have been really mixing it up as of late, too. Yeah, with certain tracks, but they the, yeah. they are really billed as the rival production, Stardust Production is, anyway, for, for Johnny's, in my point of view. Yeah. Regardless, Koi Furu Sukiyoni Kimi Sofu sold a lovely 19,753 points. I'm pretty sure it sold like gangbusters last week because that's how it always is with Johnny's groups. But let's continue on up to number six, The Feels by the... by I was going to say The Twice. (laughs) By Twice. And... Yeah, I... So this is their first English, uh, English, full English track, and I really don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> I mean, I understand, like for for me, 
personally. I I understand Twice's appeal, but they're not a group for me. So even if they tried to do something new, it's I I not say write them off, but it's just like eh, I I I don't know how I feel about it, and I kind of really feel this way for the feels to be a hundred percent. Yeah, I listened to this track last week and. I didn't care much for it last week. I will say I thought it was better this week, but it was also the last song I listened to, and there's some doozies in, in, that we're going to talk about. And so I, I just was like, well, maybe I liked it a little bit more this week because of just some of the tracks we're going to be talking about. And I, but, you know, I don't think this is for me at the end of the day. It, it's okay. It's not terrible or any meaningful manner but i it's not i wasn't wild by it i, I will say that very comfortably but i, I think I'll, i'm a minority in that but uh you know we'll we'll see how it goes because this isn't quite out yet this is streaming only so i'm certain once the physical release pops out this will be everywhere and i'm curious to see how much traction it gets in in america because it is like their first like English release total, and I think it was. Well, I mean, twice, twice is such. They're the next big girl group in, in for for Korea after yeah. Blackpink. I think that's what they're called. They have to Blackpink. Yes. Like Luna would be much more of a knowledgeable in that field of just who who's the next big thing. I think Twice is is that next big girl group, and I mean they have traction in the states already. When they do come here, they, their concert sells out. How oh. the person that I go see for comic books, he's a huge, huge fan of Twice. Gotcha. So, it's not so much that we don't know how the Amer- uh, how the English crowd would feel about it. I'm just like I'm pretty sure it's gonna sell gangbusters, regardless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it'll it'll do good. I think it'll be number one when it drops. It's, I don't know when that'll be, but yeah. Regardless, the field sold the lovely 22,588 points here. And going on up to number five, it is Cry Baby by Official Higedondism. Not much more we can say here, because I, I believe because of uh, Tokyo Revengers is just so huge as of right now. Am I am I correct in that? assumption i don't i don't know uh, I, yeah now i i haven't seen a whole lot of talk about it since it went off air so i don't know what like how much of it like an echo it has in in the the culture and zeitgeist but it, it was massive when it was on and that much i can tell with with ease so uh, well i, I mean and, even even so like i haven't heard a peep out of the demon slayer subgroup and that's yeah. already running. That's, that's running, true. That ran, that's running this season. I haven't heard anything about it. What I would is think the that opening Lisa's, for that? It's is all it, Lisa again. It's it's two Lisa songs again. Oh, is is it Hadashi no Step? Which is which was her? Because I didn't no, think no, that was not, for. It's 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 not Hadashi no Step. It's for another one. They they she wouldn't release it that early compared to when the anime got released. She would release it after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I, I don't, like, now, I do know that part of, I think, I think that community is upset because 
the first arc back was the movie so they're like well we've kind of already seen this so i I wonder if that might be why they're i mean what why are they upset about the dragon ball community had to deal with that (laughs) uh don't get me started on that believe you me there's that's the whole reason i've never gotten into super is like i own both those movies and i can't can't i just i'm having a hard time watching 27 episodes of two movies uh, so... Well, but yeah. the thing is, it gives a little bit more extra stuff, and I think yes. that's better. Well, granted, you, you have the movies to call on if you just want to watch that, and that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But and, the fact that they're doing the episode part, it's it's also really cool because it gives you that extra bit or knowledge that they probably wasn't able to do because of just how they were doing the movie. And granted... The fact that the Dragon Ball movies happened before they were doing Super. Yes. That's also something to be yeah. acknowledging of. Because they didn't know they were going to do a series. I I think I think the movies helped create Super because it yep. really showed that there was a, a Interest hunger. Interest into yeah. Dragon Ball. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, I don't know why people are are mad about it because you should be thanking that they they even have this series for for yaiba for demon slayer i completely don't understand that i i understand the reason why they did what they did it's because maybe you did not watch the movie exactly because you know you have to understand that it's modern day. Not everyone's going to go to a movie theater to watch that, and, and I, I mean, or not I, even buy yeah. buy the movie. They want the yeah. streaming version of it because it's available digitally. They have no excuse if they they don't want to <laughs> they don't want to go out to see a movie kind of thing. Oh yeah, and you know, I'm certain there's a section of the community that when they go back and binge the series, like they don't want to like watch like you know, go from like an episode format two hour movie and then back to episode format. Like they probably want to just be able to like, you know, keep watching the show and you get the same content. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why people are like, if they're complaining, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, <laughs> people are always complaining. <laughs> it's just, that's how it is. But regardless, the cry baby sold a lovely 22,876 points and going on, um, to number four, it's a hey, Sam, buyback number. Staying at number four, so, you know, they've been kind of keeping strong with this release, so good on them. But regardless, this week it sold a lovely 25,672 points. And going on up to number three, it is Butter by BTS. This week it sold a lovely 43,018 points. And going on up, we have another new edition. It is Scars slash so. So Kuso, the Japanese version, by Stray Kids, the lovely Korean group here. <laughs> oh, boy. I know both me and you have something to say about it, so who wants to shoot that, that gun first? <laughs> I will be happy to to, to, to fire away. Uh, Go right be, ahead. Yeah, so, so this was something else. I, I will, before I get into the negatives, and there's a lot to talk about, uh, there, I will say, like, vocally, Scars is pretty good, and I like the melody of it, but there's one aspect of that song that ruins literally the entirety of the song, and then the second song is just, like, 
I I, I hated it with a passion. Uh, but there's one guy on there who has what I refer to as overly angry rap. And I mean, oh, no, it, it is angry. It's just angry rap. It's, it's very intense rap. Like, why are you yelling? Yeah. It's, and and I, 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 I was like, I understand, like, the first song is t- it's called Scars. And, and I'm like, I think, I think this is a little, like, to me, I would equivalent it to like overacting in a in a like in a serious scene, and the the actors like screaming at the like like just like over hamming it up, like that that was akin to like what that did for Scars. It's just like it just took you out of the song. Just like you you would hear this absolute dude just like angrily rapping into the thing, and I was like, okay. And and then thunderous. Th- that's what it started off, off as. And I mean, the composition wasn't anything stand out to begin with, but like the opening notes is just this dude screaming in your ear as he just sounds like some dude just murdered his mom or something. I don't know. Like he just sounds so mad at the world, and I was just like I, I I I assume that's what this group is. Yeah, and I I don't know. I let's let. For they they also released another thing last year, and I don't think we were too top on it as well. No, we weren't. And oh well, it was a year ago. You don't re- you don't remember three weeks ago? So <laughs> I, I don't. I I really don't. I, so so I saw Stray Kids, and I thought Mad Kids for for a hot minute, and I was and I was like, oh no wait, this isn't Mad Kids. Never mind. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I can't yeah, keep my own so. life straight. So yeah. <laughs> But no, I'm like, mm, I don't know about this. <laughs> like I said, what what's what? Like you said, with scars. If you just take out the, the that one dude, the song is eighty percent there. You just take out that one guy. It's 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 fine. It's perfectly fine. And they calmed it the hell down when you got to call, which is the B side track. But hey, like you said, like you said with Nogizaka stuff. Or any of the forty six and forty eight stuff, you all you aren't going to be listening to the B side track. You're not going to be yeah. listening to that or hearing that on the radio. You're only going to be listening to the A side track for the most part, and that that doesn't really <laughs> help you at all. <laughs> no, it, it does not. Uh, if your best song or and well, number one when we get about it, like their best song was track three, but. It's just like it doesn't help you when you're bet when you're not leading with your best foot, you know, like 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 the the best like you should lead with your best foot, and I just I'll be honest, I didn't listen to that third song, like like I was so put off by thunderous, I was just like I I can't I can't I can't do with this man, like this is this is giving me a headache. I'm trying to get some uh, housework done before we record the show, like I just I can't. And I, I made it literally one minute into the song and just gave up. So I, I just could not begin. Like it, it just is so bad. And like I said, like I, I think Scars like has some positives about it. I, I think like the vocal work in it's really good, minus the guy, because uh, it just I, it comes out of left field. And when you hear it, you just, I, I had to stop from laughing. I was just, I was just like, oh god. Oh yeah, yeah. No, this is definitely <laughs> a laugh moment for me because I couldn't take it seriously. <laughs> you can't. Like, it's impossible to take seriously. It's just like, 
I get it. You're mad. I, I get it. But like you screaming at me ain't helping much. <laughs> no, not not even so much that you're mad. Just the fact that it, he started doing that. Just like when you have this beautifully vocal, yes, yeah. like artist in the beginning of it. I was like, all right, I can I can kind of get with Stray Kids. And then when they went transition to the the guy just yelling at you, I was like, <laughs> I couldn't take it seriously after that. I'm like, okay, that's how it is right here. It, it is oh my gosh yeah yeah like there, there's a vocalist on Stray Kids man that is golly man this group's holding him back like he is good he's really good and yeah but, but yeah you know regardless this this week it sold a lovely 135,731 copies and going on up <laughs> to number one it is Nagare Dama by Sakurazaka46. Now, <laughs> this is Sakurazaka's 46 what? Their fourth single since donning this new name? No, I would say third. Bond was the second song. Yeah, no, this is the third song single release since donning their new name. And... Yeah, no, no. They they don't know what to do with this group. They don't. They should have just folded this group into Nogizaka and Ki- and and uh, uh, I'm forgetting the other group here. As uh, see Hinatazaka forty six and uh, yeah, Hinatazaka Hinata, yeah. yeah. They should have just folded this group into Nogizaka and Hinatazaka because they are not doing anything. Just having a third group isn't doing anything to anyone. They don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't. I thought Sakurazaka was going to be the new improvement for Kiyakizaka, but they're not doing anything that really stands out, and this is just indicative of traditional idol trash. Yeah, it's, 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 it's okay. I I felt like I I'm not gonna sit here and go out and buy it. I'm not gonna certainly download it and listen to it later. I it, it's passable at best, and it is just meh. This is the best way I could describe it. It, it doesn't stand I out. Bond was better than this, and I hated Bond. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I don't even remember Bond. I, I, like, like you say the you say the name of the song is like I do remember they had a release that had that name, but I mean I couldn't tell you a, a freaking thing about it. Uh, and it tells you I, something I I if it. you can't remember the song, even yeah. with your love for the Forty Sixes, it's better than mine and Luna's. Yeah, and you can't remember a song. That tells you something about what the hell this group is doing. Yeah, it's it's so it's so. Oh my gosh, I just uh, I listened to uh, it's just, they did one of the super single things. I listened to the first three tracks, uh, and I will say the third track is really good. But again, you you can't have your best track buried. And it's not an album, it's a single. You need to lead with your best foot. Your best song needs to be that first track. Everything else needs to be, oh, hey, that's pretty solid. But they need to be coming back for that. Because if you're not coming back for that number one track, then it's a failure at the end of the day. And, you know, saying that this is one of those super single things, I, I'm just going to go under the assumption 
that every release that is done by the 46 and the 48 is going to be the super single releases. It's not special anymore. No, it, it's, it's not. certainly not. It's it, not. It's the norm. It's the norm for, for any of this these groups now. It, yeah. Uh, under Akimoto. I mean, even 7th over 22nd does that. <laughs> and they're, yeah, they're they not do. considered a, a regular idol group in the in their norms. But yeah. any group under Akimoto has been doing these these deluxe edition super singles just as their regular releases for the digital releases. And, yeah, no. I, I just... It's upsetting. It's really upsetting because Sakurazaka 46 was the next evolution to what Kiyakizaka wanted to be. And that evolution yeah. is not happening. <laughs> it, it, it really... And I get, I get it. Like, like they can't kind of go back and do what Kiyakizaka 46 was doing. They can't go down that road. Uh, and so I, I get at some point they're at an impasse. But either they need to live in the shadow of Kiyakizaka 46, which I think would be, at this point, the better move, or they need to disband the group because the, yeah, the generic have, idol stuff I, I, is just not gonna not gonna fly they have I just, two groups that did i that just already. feel like they should have just just joined and grouped everything in together with yeah. hinata zaka and nogizaka because neither of them well hinata zaka aside nogizaka is not doing any better of what they want to do the only per the only group out of the 46 is that have any idea of what they want to be is hinata zaka yeah, because Nogizaka's lost all of their big hitters. At, I mean, their last track I, I really liked, but I wouldn't call that a victory by any means. Uh, and I would be the first person to tell you that that Kimi ni Shikara Le La Raleta, it, I liked. I, I did. I, li I liked it a lot. But I wouldn't sit here and, and say, say, like, if you're a guy that's looking to get into idol groups or stuff like that, like, I, I wouldn't recommend th this song. I would recommend, there's 90 other songs I'd recommend long before I would recommend this. Uh, so it, even even though I liked it, I would say it's subpar. Like, I, I don't think it's any anything like like the stuff they used to put out. So I I don't know, I don't know what to do with Sakurazaka 46, and I, I think they don't know what to do with it either. And that, that's... With, with, with this release, yeah, it, sh it yeah. sure as hell shows that they don't know what the hell to do with this group. It, it's it's I feel like each release to get worse. And that, that's not yeah. the direction you want to be going in. Yeah. Re regardless, you know, Nagade Dama sold a wonderful 395,914 points. You know, it's still so decent gangbusters here. But oh, yeah. let's continue on to to the albums real fast here we got snowman with snowman mania s1 at number 10 ace tees a lot of korean groups here <laughs> we got lll love the life we live by the lovely season of love live so there's that for for some strange reason let it be for for the Beatles got re-released and that made number four. <laughs> nice. And while gonna be born, we've reported on this on several times. It's the Macross 
anniversary album so that made number two so congratulations to them and Efupen with Dimension Dilemma at number one so regardless you can follow us on all social media platforms at ongaku2u on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow the site where we talk about the Japanese music industry at ongaku2u.com. You can follow our affiliates, Koryu Hunter, who is a retro streamer, and and all that stuff he's going through his spook timber right now. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash koryuhunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out Timber Taff, who is a variety streamer, and he's going through the lovely thing that is Delta Rune right now. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also check out Luna Sister, Rose, who is probably really excited about the next Final Fantasy fourteen release. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash Kitty R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out Fangirl has no name, who is a variety streamer and really into the Zelda community. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty or twitch.tv slash fangirl has no name. F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast where me, Kyo, Timber, and Fangirl are on Copodosaurus. This week we talked about a lot of bunch of things here. We talked about Kojima's book. Which is, I bought it, <laughs> and I'm reading through that. It's, it's called the the works that influenced me, and it's really a circle jerk of a time for Kojima. He talked about Common Rider for one chapter, and that was interesting. That very was very, nice, very interesting chapter there. He strikes me as a yeah, Common Rider talk- Black fan. No, he was talking about the original writer because he's uh, old enough for 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 that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he is. I keep forgetting how old he is. Not not a slight against the man. He looks great for his age, but yeah, it's like Asian genes, my friend. But yeah, yep. we also talked about Lost Judgment. We also talked about Sora in Smash and the other Nintendo Direct stuff as well. You can check that out by looking up Curry Hunter on all podcast streaming services. You can follow me personally at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Inaiba, Roboco, Harobo, and more Inaiba. You can also follow Luna at LunaMarie87 on all social media platforms on Twitter and Instagram. And where can we follow you, Gray? You can follow me on Twitter at OngakuGray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. So just follow me over there. But yeah, I want to say thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Ungakudu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll be right back here next week. Bye-bye.